When you've burnt down what's not working in your life or business, you have to rebuild. But where do you start? How do you trust yourself again? And how do you stop fearing what comes next? Hi, welcome to an important conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and a leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we have a letter from a listener who um, self-describes her question as falling into the being human category. Sometimes I talk about life and sometimes I talk about business. And in her case, she's talking about her personal life outside of work. But I actually think that um, her situation is really relatable for business owners, too. I think that in life and in business, there are certainly moments in time when we put on our big girl and boy pants and we pony up and we make really big, painful decisions. And we choose the hard things because we identify what isn't working and we know we need to change and we know we need to open ourselves up to what's next. But it's so scary. It's so hard. And it can be so intimidating to not know what to do next and to not know if your next step is the right step. So I want to formulate a way of thinking about this for all of you, whether or not you're coming at me and listening this with a broken heart or a hurt place in your personal life, or if you're coming at me with a place of struggle in your business life and feeling lost and in need of direction, I really feel this is a situation that as business owners and as people, everyone's bound to find themselves in a time or two, and we need to get back up and going so we can get on with it. So I'm going to share today's listener letter, and then I'll find you on the other side. Hi, Heather. I don't know if you're still taking requests for your two cents, but I have one. It's more of a being human type of question. You really inspired me to take a really big, really hard action to get closer to my big life. I broke up with my boyfriend of seven years because it became clear that we were just wrong for each other. He was comfort, but stifled my growth in every way. And I'm realizing I'm scared of my life. I've wasted a lot of time in this relationship because of fear, and I wish I had ended it sooner. I jumped into a month-long relationship with an emotionally unavailable man. He liked me, but not enough. He was very critical in particular and felt we were not totally compatible. He wanted to keep hanging out with me, but also keep pursuing other women. I've stopped seeing him. I feel so foolish and used and discarded like a piece of trash. The worst part of this is that for the month, I was so crazy and unable to focus at work or on much of anything but him. It's still hard not to ruminate, but I need to stop wasting time before I run out of it. I'm 28. I just finished a good long cry in my office, partly over the guy, but also partly because I need to wake up and face my life. I have some credit card debt I'm ashamed of. I haven't focused enough on my physical health. Things in my boring data entry job still totally suck, though I have some good interviews recently and I'm moving to my own place in a couple of weeks. I hope I have a similar experience to what you had in your first place on your own. I keep turning to friends, but I so miss having that one person and it's hard to stop obsessing over finding the right one. I'm not sure who I am anymore. Before I broke up with my boyfriend, I felt like I wanted to be alone and I wanted to go out on a big adventure alone. But after experiencing an intoxicating connection, I can't think of anything else and feel like I've turned into a clingy, emotional wreck. 
I want the badass version of myself back. I deleted my dating apps for now, but the urge is so strong to go back. I'm looking for you. I'm looking to you for help picking up the broken pieces and taking more empowered action during this time of transition. Okay. So first of all, I, I think you have to give yourself a lot of credit. I, I think one of the things you're not paying attention to in your letter here is that like you made a major, major decision to end an important relationship because it was no longer functioning and no longer healthy for you. I don't know how long ago you did that. Um, I don't know how quickly you went into that rebound relationship, but the first thing you're going to have to do is grieve the end of that relationship relationship. And you can't skip that part. You can't skip the hard part about being alone and figuring yourself out and just feel like you lose yourself into somebody else. And then, you know, you don't have to go through the heartache. It just, and never really works that way. And anybody who has done that rebound thing could probably tell you about that. And I think sometimes when the relationships go on for as long as yours has, the seven year time frame, it's so easy to say, oh, I did all the grieving while I was in the relationship. I knew it wasn't working. I knew I needed to end it. I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew it wasn't for me. So now that I've decided to be alone, now that I've embraced my badassery and I'm going to go out on this big adventure, like I should be fine because I'm the one who chose this. I'm the one who ended the relationship. I think sometimes that makes us think that, um, that we get to skip the heartbreak, that if we choose it, <laughs> it shouldn't bother us so much and it shouldn't hurt so much. If you're trying to skip the grieving process over the end of a relationship simply because the relationship wasn't healthy so you don't think it deserves to be grieved, you're setting yourself up for major failure here. You really do need to let go of all of the expectations you had, all of the hopes. Um, and then I'm also going to remind you <laughs> that you're 28. <laughs> like you still have time. I talk to people in their 50s and 60s. Uh, I just had a client a couple of weeks ago who was 64 and rebuilding her life in the middle of retirement because she had retired a couple of, you know, years earlier, earlier. So this story about age, the first thing I want you to do is just toss it. That like, at any point in time, we get to decide that this isn't how our story isn't gonna, is going to end. This isn't how our chapter is going to end. And when you ended that relationship with that man, that was the choice you made. You made the choice to sort of curb that seven-year relationship so that you could be open to what's new. But then you immediately jumped into this intense relationship with somebody. So here's the thing. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hurt you or sort of minimize this relationship, but you already know the guy wasn't into you really he was just into somebody being around and somebody being available when nobody else was available and the reason why the two of you found that is because you have been browbeaten and you have been beaten down a seven-year relationship that's unhealthy not working not getting you where you want to go you don't believe right now that you're capable of getting the good guy you don't believe that the good guy would be interested in you or you've been so beaten down that like if the good guy came into the room you wouldn't even notice him because you're kind of trained your brain to be you know looking for the assholes all the time and those are the only ones that find you and you end up in this awful cycle of bad relationship toxic relationship dysfunctional relationship one after another
together. So what we need to do is get you off the crazy train, because the impulsivity that comes with the intense, intoxicating relationship is all about running away from the hard stuff. You made the hard decision, but now you need to live in the hard stuff, and that means, my friend, figuring out who you are now, because by ending that relationship. By choosing not to settle, by starting the job interview process, by getting yourself a new home, all of which, by the way, are significant rebuilding processes and steps that you're just really minimizing here and not really giving yourself enough credit for. You're rebuilding your life, but you need to know who you are now. On the other side of all that hard, you haven't updated your story. You don't know who you are now that you're the person who. Refuses to settle. You don't know what you like to do or how you like to spend your time when you're not managing somebody else or accounting for somebody else's schedule or bending yourself to someone else's wants and needs. So yes, I I hope you <laughs> you sent this <laughs> you sent this email a number of days ago, and I'm hoping you're still off the dating app, and I'm hoping that. You're getting to know yourself, and you're getting to figure out who you are and how you move through the world. Now that you've been through this significant change, you want to be able to have that experience of choosing your own time and finding your own schedule, setting your own hours, planning your weekends on your own, so you can know what you like, you can know what you're interested in, you can sort of. Redefine or figure out what your priorities are. What are your values now? When you think about the relationships in your life that have not worked, what hasn't worked about them? What needs to be different? This is an intense sort of period of time for you, but it doesn't have to be hard. It's going to be scary and it's going to be intimidating because as soon as we decide. Oh my God! I built this whole life, but this isn't working for me. It's terrifying. It is awful. And I started this episode saying that business owners and people in the being human category, and all of us are going to relate to this because I so relate to your story. That's exactly what it was like for me when I started my professional social work career. I thought I was going to be in residential treatment programming and being a program director and a CEO and all of that for my entire life. And I worked so hard for it, and I ignored all the warnings. Signs that it wasn't making me happy, and I wasn't paying attention to the fact that the thing I wanted and the future I had sort of outlined for myself really didn't seem to be the future that was going to make me happy and take me where I wanted my life to go. And without that, I I didn't know who I was. I've said it on the show, and I've said it to people. I call it the worst breakup ever. That no man could ever hurt me as much as it hurt to admit that that's not what I wanted to be when I grew up. After all, and part of what comes next is that curiosity part, getting to know yourself now, like figuring out what kind of friends you want. How do you enjoy spending your free time? That right now, like dating, isn't the 
best idea. It is not the healthiest choice for you. Jumping into a final decision right now, like going for your next first kiss, it doesn't work because you don't know who you're bringing to the table. So you're only going to attract the other lost people. You're going to attract the users and the abusers and the people who want a distraction because the people who know themselves, the people who have done the work to figure themselves out, who have gotten themselves relationship ready, they're not going to they're not going to be noticing somebody who doesn't know who they are because that'll only mean you're not ready for them. So your task right now is to get yourself ready for the next guy. And the way to do that is to know who you are. Now, I understand that this relationship back-to-back situation, you have already identified in your letter that it wasn't very healthy. And you already know that it's not the best path you could have chosen for yourself. But I also want to tell you and sort of highlight that when we put the emphasis and our self-respect and our self-image and our happiness and all of that into the basket that someone else is holding, we give up all control. We lose ourselves because our self-worth is in their hands. And that's what happens. Some people and some therapists will call it codependence. The idea that like in order to exist and move through the world, we need somebody else to either rescue or to rescue us. You know, like there's a bunch of writing on that. And I'm not going to like leap to any sort of assumption here that what you're managing is, you know, codependence. But what I do think you're managing is a fear of looking at and sitting with yourself. And and again, business owners in life, like it's so the same when as soon as we realize something isn't working, we just want to go on to the next shiny thing. We just want to pick the next thing and move to the next answer. But what you really need to do now is ask yourself, like, how did you get here? So at what point in the seven-year relationship did you realize this wasn't the best idea for you, that this isn't what you wanted, that this wasn't going to build the life you wanted for yourself? And who was the woman who stayed? And who are you now? What did she think, the one who stayed? And what does the woman who left think? And some of those thoughts aren't going to be the healthiest thoughts on the planet. If, if you've second-guessed yourself, if you've looked back, if you've sort of done like the, you know, the texting and, and all of that with the ex, like it's not healthy, but it's also so normal, right? Like it, it just goes into what you call and what I call the being human category. Um, but you got to spend some time knowing yourself. And this goes for business owners too, that if you have just ended up in a pickle, if you have ended up in a situation that isn't working for you, isn't making you happy, you always have to go back to ground zero. What do you want? What do you need? What are your non-negotiables? And how are you going to get there? And my guess is, you know, my friend here, like you just haven't done that yet. So the 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 sort of you left the relationship, you thought that was going to be the hardest part is wrecking. But you got to think of like, what's harder? 
But here's the thing with being human, that we all have to embrace and accept our humanity, right? We all have to recognize that sometimes we're going to be perfectly imperfect. We're not going to choose the healthiest choice. We're not going to choose what's best for us. But once we get that big picture view of what we want our lives to be, even if, and I'm going to try to remember, um, I'm making a note right now as I talk to you, so sorry if I sound distracted, but I want to remember to include in the show notes, um, a link to an essay by Elizabeth Gilbert, because she has this really powerful essay where she says, not this. And it seems to me that the situation you find yourself in and the situation that a lot of business owners find themselves in, I think we, again, I'm going to say this over and over again in the show today, I think we can all relate to this, that sometimes this process starts with not this. I don't know what I want next. I don't know what I want my life to be like, but I can promise you one thing. It's not this. And it seems as though the work that um, you did with yourself, and I'm so excited and proud and honored and privileged that like you credit me to being a part of it, but you really did a lot of this. Like You took ownership of your life. You said not this. I just don't think you've gotten really clear on what you want instead. So So you went, not this, and you haven't yet said, but that. And it's so easy when we're in the rumble, when we're not feeling clear, when we're feeling particularly vulnerable, to just go running back to the option that allows the possibility that we're going to get rescued, that some white knight is going to come and sweep us away and solve all our problems. But what you're learning is that you have to save yourself. Otherwise, and you saw this in real time, the next option that comes along isn't particularly healthy for you either, because they're the ones driving driving the car and they've dragged you into the passenger seat if you're lucky, but usually the back seat and sometimes even the trunk. When it comes to the list of priorities, you're going to find yourself on. So I know you want to run away to somebody else, but you don't know who you are yet. You don't know who you're bringing to the table. And until you know her and until you embrace her, like her, accept her with all her flaws, you're not ready for the right guy. So your task right now is to get yourself ready, to figure out how you like to spend your time, to clear up the cobwebs of the sort of the old stories that are prattling about in your head that you're trying to distract yourself with a person instead of with the actual work. But that's what I would be focusing on. I would be looking, um, a book recommendation doesn't come off the top of my head right now, but I would be looking for um, any type of writer who is going to guide you through the rebuilding process. If you can afford therapy, if you can afford a therapist with perhaps your health plan at work, then that might be a cost affordable option. I'm paying attention to your credit card debt here, and I don't want to add more problems to your plate. But I do do think that you could sort of, um, you know, benefit from somebody guiding you through this process, asking you what you like. The example I use on this show and with my clients all the time is you kind of have to play like Julia Roberts and Runaway Bride and figure out how you like your eggs. So the the view of your future scares the bejesus out of you because you don't know what you want and you don't know who you are. And if I were in that boat, I would be scared too. So I want to encourage you that you are having a normal reaction to a series of abnormal events. You just picked up and decided you wanted a new life and the roadmap wasn't clear, but you just said not this. And that is something to celebrate. That is something to respect yourself for because you changed the ending to your 
story, but because you just needed to get out, I don't think you yet entered the new destination into the GPS. And that's what we've got to get you to do. And you are not going to know where you want to go next until you have a better sense of who you are now that you've made this big change what you want now that you're identifying that it's not data entry. So you got to just spend some time getting to know yourself, being curious about yourself, recognizing your preferences, figuring out what your wants are versus your needs, because wants are negotiable, but needs are absolutely not. And it is okay in the story to decide that the picture you want in your life includes a life partner, includes a family that doesn't make you codependent. That doesn't make you desperate and that doesn't, you know, ring of anything unhealthy. But when you feel like you don't know who you are unless you're with someone, when you don't know what your wants and needs are because you've always prioritized the other person's that's when it becomes a problem. And business owners can tell you this too because they do it with their clients all the time. They're so desperate to fill their caseload or they're so desperate to get their products sold out that they keep trying to bend and twist to their clients' demands and expectations and they never end up happy on the other side of that. I think this is a universal ex you know, experience you're having. And for people who are open-minded enough to listen to that with those ears today, I think can benefit a lot from your experience. I'm so glad that you reached out to me and that you asked me for my two cents here. And I, I invite you to continue to do that, to continue to use this show for that purpose, to sort of sit and think and marinate about what I said here. And if you want to come back at me after you've done this chunk of work with like, what's next, happily we'll do that for you. I totally have your back in that arena. But what's most important is that you spend some time grieving what was, identifying like who who was that person who stayed who are you now what did she used to accept that you're no longer going to accept and then what does she want now because not this isn't a clear enough picture you have to start defining that for yourself and you're not going to know until you try things on for size until you're curious until you go to a book club reading and then you go to a trivia night then you go to a paint your own pottery studio and then you go on a zip lining thing and you try different activities, meeting different types of people. And P.S. You get to do the same thing with your job interviews as you do that. Like you get to be curious about the types of jobs that interest you, because at some point in time, data entry was probably safe and predictable and it was the devil you knew. And maybe now you're ready for more you know, more challenge, more something that invigorates you more. Maybe part of why you're in this period of unrest is that you're ready for what's next there too. So if you can approach this First of all, by addressing and identifying and celebrating that you are already putting really big building blocks in place for yourself, and then recognizing that before you continue to build, you got to see what's what and what's up and, and all of that, then you get to rebuild the life you really want, and you get to find your next steps. I'm so glad you reached out. I really hope that these two cents, four cents I've been going on and prattling about for a while 
but I hope it helps and gives you the direction you need. And if anybody listening to this has a question that's come up for them or wants me to follow up or continue the conversation or take the conversation in a whole new direction, I really encourage you to reach out to me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com, just like today's listener did, because the best pod always, always comes from the best questions. Thanks so much for sharing your vulnerability with me today, dear listener. I hope you've gotten some direction and I look forward to hearing what's next from you. Thanks so much for today. I'll be talking to you next time. Bye for now.